We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Okay, this is the moment you've all been waiting for. And I've been listening to 610 since back in the 80s. This is the best combination for afternoon drive time sports radio I've ever heard. Show, Clint, you guys got it going on, man. I really appreciate your show. Best hair at the station, this entire show right here. React to that. Clint, you can put your toes up in the river, my man, and pop that cord right. I love beer. Hey, gentlemen. A show and a Clinton show. I love the show. You guys are great. We're the three best friends that anyone could have. Somebody out there listening right Ooh, now. Yeah. yeah, don't do that. Is that Mike Hot Top? I'm going to kick your ass, Tyler. <laughs> Whoa, what? You're talking all that, man. What's up? How y'all doing, man? <laughs> <laughs> Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Cubeblade. Ah, The Drive is live and in color. Uh, Happy, happy MLK Day to all out there. Yes, we get a little work in on MLK Day. It's all right, I'll use it later. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, we will. I'm going to use it later. I'm going to be here. Yeah, um, but no, happy uh, MLK Day to everyone out there. Uh, It's a a good, good day so far for the Texans. I think a lot of news and notes have come out for Texans fans and the Texans where I think you should feel really, really good. I think I think of the last the last 24 hours, the Texans and Texans fans should feel better about their situation. Absolutely. Feel better about their situation. So I got up this morning. I know where you're going to go with this. We're going to cover them all because you're right. We. I got up this morning, I, I, I found an article somebody had sent me, or I don't know how I ended up with it, but it was a hot coaching candidates article. Mm. And I'll be damned if I didn't open that thing up, and the Texans got four of the six on the list. How about that? And the two they didn't was Kellen Moore and Aaron Glenn, which I wouldn't be opposed to, to interviewing either, but I'm just saying, though, they, I, okay, I, I can see where they either maybe you hadn't requested yet or maybe you're not going to interview them this year. I, I I could see that. Before the six, man, were on the list and – and uh, signed up to, to interview with the Texans. It is, man. It's a great day. I want to put pressure on you. On who? You. Oh. By the end of the week, go get some new damn headphones. Oh, you don't like this, these headphones? This is ridiculous. This is getting ridiculous, Clint. Well, I just got I, I, I need to glue the pads in. That's no, all. you don't. You can stop. afford a new you pair, man. Stop this. I'm watching you to it's start time. the show. Tyler, to start the show. This one right here closest to me has slid all the way. Oh, yeah. I see it every day. Every show we do. Damn to the back of the hat. Like this man can't go buy a new pair of headphones. Y'all going to make me go spend a little money, ain't Friday. Seriously. Go buy some headphones. It's time, bro. It's time. I mean, it's it's, there. I think I just need to glue these earpieces back in. No, stop. Listen. Now, listen. I get pushed for being cheap. And I wouldn't call it cheap. I'd say frugal. I'll own it. Woo! Love that money. I've had three pair of headphones. Since, since you've well, been you're here. rough on them. I'm not. Yeah, yeah you are a little rough. I'm they not. Can, both of these things can be true. I'm you're not. a little rough. No, 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 no. I still have a backup pair that I I almost would give to you right now, but no, I'm not going to. You ever talking about getting super glue to glue the 
The ear pads. They already are, gave him a grill. It's not just the ear pads. They're fall, the, Every time you take them off after every segment, they're dry you got, rotted. You got you got stuff all. <laughs> I got black stuff when on my face. When did you buy those things? 67? I, I, to be honest with you, I don't think I did. I think I picked them up in the studio one, one afternoon. <laughs> After his last game in I, Dallas? I, I put, <laughs> when it walked in the studio right. said, oh, these look good. He's right yeah. here. Look good. Gilbrandt. Actually, actually, I did purchase Gilbrandt. <laughs> actually, I did purchase a pair, and they broke, and then I looked over, and these were sitting there, and I've been using them ever since. This is ridiculous. As a friend, man, this thing. I don't even know. I said, I've tried, I tried to move on. This thing has slid all the way back. And he has <laughs> yeah. been trying to hold it Well, together. I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll glue them back on, and I'll leave oh, them in the studio yeah. for the guests. How about that? Because the they are really solid. That's, I mean, the, the that sound is, is what great. those used to be. Those used to be our guest yeah, headphones. Like, 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 over there. Tyler, tell me if I'm <laughs> Tell me if I'm wrong. I I don't even think those are ones we should hand over to the guests. I gotta agree. I mean, we I got, gotta agree. We got a good solid pair here. But look, all those are the look the plastic stuff just come like, off of them. I just need like, to glue it back. It'd be like all right. Yours, man. And Sony's baby, and best good, best good like stuff. Yours, man. Just, I, I got a little bit of my mom go. in me, man. I don't believe in throwing good things. Things that still work. I don't, I don't either. That away. ain't good. You can have the new ones on the way in two seconds, man. Amazon. Gorilla glue or super glue? What do y'all think? Gorilla. If, if you're, you're doing go, it, but Gorilla. I, but yeah. I don't think you should. I love Gorilla. You gotta go, Gorilla. I fixed the cabinet with Gorilla. <laughs> He's still hanging on. He's hanging on. Oh, and not just still hanging on. It's beautiful. Courtney said you did a real good job with that cabinet. I appreciate that. This uh, is it. But no, it, it, it's been a good day. And Sean Payton, I'm not gonna lie to you. After uh, Tyler's Super Bowl prediction and MVP prediction went down in the dust. Oh, I, I didn't. I forgot about that. You did, boy. They really now, bit now, it, now, didn't they? I will say mine did too. But they should have won. Mine feels a lot better because Lamar just—I don't know what he did, but he's not playing. But after the Chargers lost, I kissed Sean Payton goodbye. I'm just like Sean Payton will sit there. I don't care what he says, and I still don't know if I'm completely there. But Justin Herbert, Keenan Allen. Uh, Bosa, Derwin James, L.A., where he's living, got a home. Over the Texans, nah, man, I, I don't care if Mahomes is in that division. I feel like I'm going to kiss that goodbye, yeah. and then he's done. But then he went on Callen Cur- Cal- Callen. Colin Cowherd today, and, and Colin came right out and asked him, would you be interested? Would you consider the Texans as a job to go take over? Are you willing to consider that if you... Absolutely. Okay, you Here's why. And look, I think I know the ownership group, not very well, but we practiced against the Texans in New Orleans four or five different times. So um, Cal McNair, his, his late father, we'd see them. And so I don't, I don't know them well, but I, but I know them. We've, we've, you know, when you, when you practice for three days with an opponent, you get a chance to meet a lot of the different personalities and people involved in the building. Okay, and then he, uh, he said he said he knows the ownership. He goes on even more uh, to talk about why he would consider the Texans. They've got really good draft capital, really good draft couple capital. A couple good young players. They're in a division that you can at least look at and say, all right, Indy, Tennessee, Jacksonville is nothing, but you, you can at least. So I, I think there's 
growth potential immediately there from their two or three wins that they had this year. I know Nick a little bit, Casario, mm-hmm. um, because again, when he was in New England, we had a lot of practices with their team. So each team would be just like we're having that discussion. There'd be pros and that's the significance though of the upcoming week or two of meeting mm-hmm. some of these individuals, asking some questions, maybe some difficult questions and trying to get answers so that we're not having difficult questions when you've already taken the job. You liked it, huh? I brought you back in. Come on, man. I still think it's a long shot. But, man, hey, hey, he said really good draft capital twice. Yeah. Really good draft capital. Said he knows the ownership. I don't know, man. He said, look, he said absolutely. He even cut old Callan off. He cut him him off and and, uh, started answering the question. Absolutely. He said, here's why. Unlike Cal, he was ready. He was ready to go. Now, look, I I agree with you from a perspective of – you know, it matters what jobs come available. If if the Cowboys lose tonight, which, by the way, that's a monster game, and there's things happening as we speak that are going to change that game in a big way uh, that we'll bring to you shortly. But if the Cowboys lose tonight, I believe that Jerry Jones acts swiftly uh, in 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 uh, getting Mike McCarthy up out of there and going and getting and getting uh, Sean Payton or at least, at least Glory at least swinging as hard as he can at, at Sean Payton. I, I think as you as you outlined beautifully, the Chargers. Um, I mean, you just think about their personnel: Gerald Everett, uh, Austin Eckler. Um, think about their personnel, like and just how he has had his success. It's an even better fit than you might think with, at first glance. When you talk about the wide receivers and the running backs and the tight ends and the kinds of tight ends and running backs they are, I mean, it, it, it's an even better fit. L.A. Does he want to live in L.A. And then. The other elephant in the room, if you will, which I think is going to be a big problem for for a couple of franchises, is that Walmart money up in uh, up in Denver is going to be a problem. They're, they're at least going to make folks pay a lot more for the top candidates than than they may if if those guys weren't in the mix. You and can so, pay a coach whatever you want to. You There's bet no you. Cap, you yeah. bet you. And you and, and if you got if you got them kind of pockets, you can fire them whenever the hell you want. And the buyout does, is is completely irrelevant. Not that they don't all have deep pockets, but. We're talking that Walmart money. That's a different deal. It, but but here here's the thing with the Texans show. You and I talked about this. There's you look at the draft capital. You look at the the, the cap space, and then I I truly believe. And I told Cal and Hannah and and uh, Greg Grisham this the other night. Like I think I think the Texans situation, the clean slate dynamic of not having to come in and revolt and reverse some strong cultured head coach that was here before. Um, you know, not having to come in and take over for a coach that had beat a bunch of guys down, not have to come in and take over for a guy that that basically just allowed whatever whatever players wanted to do and however they wanted to act. I do, but I do think that that Nick Casario has cleaned this thing up from a perspective of hey, there's a clean slate, there's there's a good foundation, there's not not many problems, if any. I, I just think that this is going to be as sexy as the other jobs. If we're if we're speaking generally speaking, Sean Payton, a little different animal because he's got ties um, with the Cowboys, and but I do think this is a hell of a gig. So no surprise that that Sean Payton is is said absolutely when asked about the Texans. I, well, I think it. I think that is a major win for the Texans anyway. I mean, it's got to be honest. Around the league, it is very fair. The Texans feel and and are thought of to be the laughing stock worst organization in the sport right now. I think it's fair. 
stop being a dumpster fire. And, it, and it's fair. It's it, it's how people view them. With all of the drama and craziness that has happened over the last several years and the lack of winning. Hell, at least Washington has done some winning. The, the, the craziness and lack of winning. It is to have Sean Payton go on national TV and national radio and talk about all the positives yeah. and say that I would absolutely consider this. So now when we hear him, we unless something crazy happens, Sean Payton is going to take an interview with the Texans. Like there was a one thing of, hey, they requested, but it sounds like Sean will at least take an interview with the Texans to at least have him saying those things and, 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 and mentioning Cal McNair himself and the ownership and knowing the ownership and mentioning. That was a big one. When he mentioned Nick, I wondered if he mentioned Nick. When he mentioned Nick, that is that was acknowledging. Yeah, I know he's there. Uh, to 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 say all of those things about them, I think it's just a big win in general for the Texans to have a guy like Sean Payton come out and speak positively and speak about why your job is attractive. That that was a win in in, in a major way. Hey, I'm I'm uh, I'm looking at this right here real quick. Show our our um, take the job? our own right our own John McClain. Um, and maybe we need to we need to crack down on that on that uh, that Colin Cowherd interview a little bit closer here moving forward. But John McClain just tweeted good news for the Texans that Sean Payton told Colin Cowherd today the Saints only want a mid to low first round pick for him. Texans have second and twelfth obviously overall picks. Uh, they're planning to interview Peyton. The the part there that's news that I haven't heard. Maybe I'm maybe well, I'm late to the party. Capital, yeah. But but that's the first that's the first time I've heard anybody mention what kind of draft capital it is that uh, that that it, it's going to take to to get the rights to hire Sean Peyton. Mid to low first round pick all day every day and twice on Sunday if I'm in the mix. Yep, yep. And and nobody's their second one. Their their twelfth. Nobody's pick is that's in the running right now. I guess Arizona could give up their their top one. I don't know if they would do that. But the Chargers have a will have a lower first round pick. The Broncos I don't even have one. I want you know, I wonder how that process goes though, show. I wonder like I mean, ultimately, like if Sean doesn't want to go to Arizona, it don't matter what the hell pick they got or don't you know what I mean? Yeah. I, or I wonder is this one where the Saints if 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 Sean's already telling what it's gonna take, I, I, it doesn't sound like the Saints are gonna play hardball. Um, no, is this similar but, to the Deshaun situation where they were really working together? On yeah, I, I just wonder though, like, like does it even matter what Arizona? Like, what if Arizona screws the whole thing up and says, "Well, we'll give you what, whatever." What are they number? What, what we'll number? We'll give you our fifth or, or whatever. Whatever they are in the draft, you know, we'll give you that that top ten pick. Well, well, and New Orleans says, "Okay, well, wait a minute. If that's what you're gonna give, then wait. The Texans got to give at least a twelve. Yeah, you know, 12. or or even more. Like, I wonder if that's the kind of dialogue, if that's the kind of negotiation, or is this one? Hey Sean, go pick where you want to go and let them know that they got to come up with a mid to low first round pick at the very at least, least. Yeah. or a package that yeah. that's that's um, equivalent comparable. That. Yeah, that, that's I wonder if that's how it works or Well, once again, drop we'll that see. drop that on them. You have that pulled up. Once again, that that's big. We've heard yep. Sean Payton talking about he would he would definitely uh, Do you have the audio of that? All right, let, let's hear Sean Payton. One he said he definitely would consider the Texans job and this is uh, apparently what the draft capital that it would take to potentially get him from the Saints the compensation for the Saints would be uh, a mid a mid or later first round pick. Okay. Wow, he's just I mean, he's just out here. Yeah. I mean, that's wow. that's uh mess big, man. I mean, it's it starting You wouldn't do that to... out there. Come on. 12 right now. You wouldn't give up 12 for Sean Payton. 
Really, did you watch these games this weekend? Did you watch Brian Dayball in a year? Did you watch Doug Peterson? Golly, that's so, that's so, I mean, it's so. For a 12 right now, you wouldn't do it. Are y'all still back? You are, you listen, everybody out there, you have the right to change your mind. You have the right to, many of you crushed last week, oh, I wouldn't give it. Right now, he's telling you what it takes. You wouldn't give 12. I'd give every bit of 12. Oh, I, I, I would give every bit of 12. Now, that doesn't sound like what it's going to take, um, but but I, I would give every bit of 12. And maybe that's maybe that's kind of the, the, the thought here by the Saints is they're looking at, at what teams that are interested have available. But I, I, I'd, get, I'd give a mid. I'm just thinking, you know, you're talking about, again, You I, I think the, the one thing that I said last week in our crosstalk with, uh, with Landry Nim was, was it just stuck with me, man, is, if I if I have six first round draft picks, two of them have already gone. I got two this year and two next year. And if I can give one of those up to make sure I get the most out of five, hell yeah, I'm doing it, man. Like I'm gonna t- I'm gonna tell you right now, I, there's there's if Sean and then Sean's an offensive minded guy, but I'm gonna tell you right now, Sean Payton is not going to be the head coach of this football team and look out there and Derek Stingley playing 80 percent zone. It ain't gonna happen. I mean, it just it just flat out. There's you, there, it ain't gonna happen. You, you're gonna have an identity on both sides of the football, and and your who your guy your players your difference makers are all going to be used, um, in a in a way that they play to their strengths, and, and that's those kind of things are just so important in this, man. All right, we got to bring that back. Uh, listen to this seven seven one three five seven two four six ten trailer will and frame text line. Now we're, we're getting down to it. You've seen how important coaching is. You would not give up the 12th pick to get Sean Payton as your head coach right now. He's talking like he finds you attractive. You wouldn't give up the 12. We'll discuss that coming up next. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there 
to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. All right, if you missed any, this is uh, important, important information. Listen, I still think it's a long shot when you look at some of the other openings or the potential for other openings. But Sean Payton was on Colin Cowherd, the herd on uh, FS1 today. And he starts to speak about his feelings about the Texans and potentially what it would take to get him from the Saints. If I may, what's the compensation look like? We haven't even met yet, so that's probably something. Well, no, that's that's something that comes up later in the process. Um, I mean, that matters. I think each team um, would be a little different. Mickey Loomis and I have talked already about it. I, I think ultimately the compensation for the Saints would be uh, a mid a mid or later first round pick. Okay. Um, now we can arrive at that in a lot of different ways. Uh, I think Denver has a pick they acquired back when they traded. Uh, it's the 49ers uh, pick. Yeah. So they have okay, that. Okay. You're right. So it's the end Chubb of first pick. round. You're right. Yeah. But, but each team's got different ammo yeah. or different pick selections. And you know, it, it could be a future one maybe where you have to throw in something. All right. That's him talking about a mid-level pick. Clint, he went on and said he would be very, uh, interested in talking about the job here with the Texans, cited draft capital multiple times. And when we hear the compensation, potentially, the Texans obviously have two. I, listen, I, I think that's, that is I think that is over the top. But when you have a second one at 12 that they get from the Browns, that fits hell above the mid-level portion of it. And I, I sent this out to the, to the text line. To the trailer will and frame text line seven one three five seven two four six ten. When you hear it, would you do it for twelve? To me, I would in a heartbeat uh, with Sean Payton. But we've even heard him more. He's he, he's spoken about the importance of ownership and quarterback as well as what he's seeking. This uh, this seems like not not just fakery, but it seems like the Texans may actually have a shot in this situation. Yeah, look, I, I think I mean I think they'll have a shot. Like I said, I, I think I think Sean. There's a couple things here with with Sean Payton. Like, I don't believe that Sean Payton views Cal McNair and and quote unquote ownership the the, the entire group. Cal, Hannah, Janice, however you want to couch that. Like, I, I don't believe that he cares that Cal is reading a statement off a piece of paper and and isn't necessarily um, doing his best work in front of the cameras. I, I, he he does not care. I I think. His idea of a good owner is one that'll sign a check and get the hell out of the way, and I, and I think that Cal McNair ultimately would do that. The difference in what Cal McNair has done is is I can tell you right now, one hundred percent, Cal McNair, you can trust Sean Payton. Like obviously, you couldn't trust Bill O'Brien, you couldn't trust Jack Easterby, and 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 several parties involved there. 
you could trust Sean Payton to to do one thing better than most, and that is that is ultimately go out and win football games um, and do everything that it takes to get to that point. So I I don't think that that Sean would when he says ownership is important. I know a lot of people out here listening, a lot of Texans fans, and rightfully so. I'm not telling anybody how to fan about Cal McNair, feel about Cal McNair and, and ownership. That's to each their own. But but in the in the eyes of a potential candidate, they don't care about a lot of the things that we've watched and that we've commented on. Um, they want an owner that's going to sign that check and get the hell out of the way and not meddle in their business and ultimately give them room to work. And I think Cal, Cal fits firmly in that particular category, and I think Sean would greatly appreciate it. And on the flip side of it, um, I know Cal doesn't know this because he probably doesn't know Sean real well, but but there's there's been a the the the, the adults that he um, ha, has chosen to, to to place trust in over the years have failed him. I mean, just unbelievably. And, and I think Sean would be a guy that that you could that you could trust to do the football. Now I don't know about I don't know about all the off the field and and uh, you know I don't know that. And I'm not saying that's bad. I'm just saying I don't know. I'm not speaking for that. The football things. You better believe he's going to do everything in, in his power to 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 win ball games and get the most out of this roster. Yeah, as uh, as someone texted in, and we, we'll help you with that. Why do we want to give up draft a draft choice? Why can't he just come without that? Well, he is currently uh, the property of the Saints right now, and two more years. To, yep, to two thousand twenty four, and to get him, you have to have to uh, trade uh, for him to uh, to bring him in because he is not just a free agent. So that is why. He has to come. And I'm looking at this. When you look at the teams that are open, I mean, obviously the, the Cardinals are a team that he is going to interview with. They're at pick three. I mean, I just can't believe they're going to trade pick three for Sean Payton. Maybe they trade down to try to get other picks, or maybe they trade a future one. I don't think well, you want, the, that, That's the thing. I was thinking about that a while ago, so I'm glad you brought that up. The, not the Cardinals, but just the, the ability to trade. Like, you're not – if you do end up wanting to pursue Sean Payton, like, you don't have – you're not going to be able to go out there and trade. Like this isn't dra- this isn't a dra- this this isn't a draft day deal. You want Sean in the house? Yeah, I mean, right? You I mean, I, may, maybe I'm wrong, but how many trades have gone down in in January and February that a, a team moves down in the draft? Right? I mean, I, mean, I guess it's doable, but yeah. I mean, I, it just doesn't doesn't typically happen until draft day. And hell, you want Sean in house within the next three decision. weeks making yeah. decisions, right? So yeah. the Texans are are in. I mean, the Texans are are the only team with the draft capital necessary yeah and then carolina's at nine but i'd be surprised they trade sean payton in the division yep i gotta bet they'd like to trade him over point. to the afc and then denver did get a draft pick they traded their first round picks to uh, uh to to miami or i mean they traded their seattle. first round picks to seattle for russell and they got one back from miami but the one that got back is san francisco's draft pick and right now that won't be determined until san francisco is eliminated right now they have him around the 29 range Right. So you have you have that one that one beat out as well. The Chargers, they'll their pick will get determined here soon as they're probably in the twenties, twenty two, twenty three potentially, because of where they've been eliminated if they do fire their coach. And then the, then there's the Cowboys who still are there as well. I don't have time to have a bad time. We don't know. But that twelfth pick can can beat any of them. Yeah. Any of them. And you have a second one. And I see a lot of people saying Hey, uh, can we trade the thirty-third pick, or, or can we trade one of the picks from Cleveland next year? That that one will probably be mid-level. You don't know. Just I just the significance of how important Sean Payton would be 
Yeah. It's just crazy to me that this 12th pick. I, I, like, I understand well, you, what it could be. It, yeah, it could be J.J. Watt. Probably not going to be. Right. Well, the, <laughs> the crazy thing, show is, is man, I mean, if it was my, if I could pick the, which of the four remaining number one overall, the, the first-round picks this year next year, I, 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 would, I would trade next year's Cleveland pick. Um, would be my choice, but but nonetheless, I mean, but here's, I mean, just think about, and maybe I'm maybe maybe because I I I know Sean a little bit, um, and but think about if you're the McNairs, if you're the Texans organization, maybe not Nick, but if you're Cal, Hannah, Janice, or you're Greg Grisham as a president, or really anybody working in that front office. Sean Payton solves a lot of your problems immediately. A ton of problems. I mean, I'm talking. I'm talking about people coming to coming to training camp. I'm talking about any kind of transition to new uniforms and and ticket sales and ticket I mean, sales. getting the most out of your draft your, your drafted player. I mean, the whole thing. Like, just I mean, it's been a painful run for 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 Cal McNair relative to like trying to overcome things that have been going on. I mean, Sean immediately. You want to know another one? What? The race thing. Sean being hired. Because right now, if you go and hire Jonathan Gannon or one of these young white coaches and then allow him to have power that Lovey and, and especially David Culley right. didn't have, you're going to get more people coming out about that. Nobody's going to question any kind of power that Sean yeah. Payton gets. Yeah. Nobody. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Nobody. nobody oh, well, they got Sean Payton. Like, yeah. nobody's going <laughs> to question any of that. He fixes the excitement level. There's some people right here texting in trying to say, the only thing I'd give up is a 33rd at Brandon Cooks. Well, you're not serious. Yeah. Mike, you would be excited to the heels. Every last one of you. I know you want D'Amico. I, I, I know. But you got a guy that is proven, that is hungry. I mean, he's just openly talking about this. This is just this is just wild to me. Just openly talking. It's beautiful, about isn't it? <laughs> and talking about the Texans in a favorable way. Wow. So you're telling me there's a chance. I didn't think there was. I, I feel completely different. All right, I, I do want to talk because there's an important thing happening tonight. Uh, Texans fans, you're going to have to do something that you, you certainly don't want to do. But I think there's two other things on Sean Payton that I I think some of us have to remember, like, mm, maybe this is something he doesn't look at the same way maybe we, we would think others would. That's coming up next. Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. All right, Sean Payton, uh, with his own mouth, said he is interested. Tyler, you got you, you got a sports chub? You got a small one? Yeah, not quite six to midnight, but, but there's some one? blood flow. He's definitely got a small one. No, that's rude, man. I mean, I just, I'm just being honest. I, I looked Semi. over the partition. I wouldn't we, say we small, in, in man. Air. I wouldn't we, say we small. In, we were in a bathroom last week, and I peeked over the partition. Did you really? Yeah. I'm, I'm average. Come on now. Well, don't sell me short. <laughs> Get it? <laughs> well, I work, I work, I work well with what I got, man. Yeah, that's that may be an accuracy. That's what he's flossing. That's, that's what he's flossing. <laughs> no, I floss the cheeks. I did two things real quick because I do because I'm gonna move on to that. Uh, two things because I do think there's there's something you got to do that's uncomfortable, Texans fans tonight. Um, two things about Sean Payton that I think something that I, detractors who think he may not want to come here and, I, and and me too as well as someone who thinks he's a long shot. Like I think there are two things that are some things that are hard for me to get past as well. That if you listen to Sean, 
you kind of maybe have to rethink things. And one, Clint, is this. I think a lot of people are saying Sean Payton wants to get a quarterback right now. He wants the quarterback is very important. The team is very important because at 59 years old, Sean wants to win right away, wants to be in a position, a situation where he can win right away. And listening to him mention, like, I don't think it's a coincidence that he mentioned draft capital twice. And then what we're watching, we see Jacksonville turn around immediately and make the playoffs, and now they're in the divisional round. The Giants as well immediately. And in the divisional round, we see Miami, who when they're down to the third quarterback, and they were battling Buffalo right there. And they if they didn't shoot themselves in the foot a few times, maybe it's a different story. I think he sees with the draft capital and how the league is, he can win immediately. I don't know if if him not having his quarterback right away, if Justin Herbert's not sitting there or Dak's not sitting there right away, if that's something that that scares him or that he's going to move fast. I, I, I don't know if it's you gotta have the quarterback right now for him to to, to be interested. Oh no, I, I don't I don't think I think he would rather pick his quarterback than than inherit somebody else's. It sounds like I, it. I mean I look, I mean I there's there is a lot to like about Justin Herbert, um, and, and I'm not saying Sean would 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 shy away from that or prefer it another way, but I, but I do believe that that there is a a very high possibility that that Sean would look at drafting his quarterback and and or going free agent for a year until he gets his stuff, you know, until he finds his young guy, um, or hell, I mean, if, if you find your right guy through free agency, he he could even go that route. I don't think Sean would not that not that Justin Herbert or Dak in Dallas, not that those guys aren't aren't um, sexy enough to to help lure a head coach to you. I, I just believe the clean slate with top draft pick with with uh the, the 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 cap space to go get your quarterback in 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 multiple different ways and it's a guy that you choose, um, I, I think is is absolutely huge. The good thing for for Texans fans show is I think, I mean, we can split hairs here, but, you know, your your three, the three biggest positions in in an organization is your head coach, your offensive play caller, and your quarterback. Um, And I think, you know, Sean Payton taking you serious could could check two of those and be a a, a huge value in finding the quarterback. And so um, I think that's, I think that's the the gist of it is, yeah. Boy, I, I don't think I don't think Sean Payton at fifty nine thinks, boy, I got I got five years left in me. Like I, I think he sees this as, no, I'm taking a year off. I'm fresh. I'm ready to go. And yeah. and I'll and you know I can I I don't need to be in the the, Super the Bowl only right. way the only way Sean looks up and goes, man, five years is enough is if he's just getting his ass kicked. Yeah. I mean, if he just goes out there and fails miserably, regardless of why, then then, then and it, and it's a situation. Where you know he's fighting outside forces. I'm saying outside, meaning off the football field, front office, you know, kind of stuff. And it's just a, a situation where it's just it's hell just to get to game day. Then then I could see him calling it up and going, "This is I'm done." I'm. I, but other than that, as long as as long as things are are rocking and rolling around him and he's pursuing a championship, I, I could see Sean coaching for 15 more years. Yeah, and then the other one. Is someone text in on the trailer wheel and frame text line? I was, and this is one that I thought Casario would have to go. When I listened to him and him mention Casario, like that, that's one that jumped out. Yeah. And I've always, if Sean Payton comes, hey, Casario's probably got to go. A reminder, 
Casario mentioned 40 times in his press conference, if the new coach doesn't like me, I'll, I'll step aside. Sean Payton doesn't have any concerns. If he takes the like if Sean Payton takes the job and is dealing with Kyle McNair and takes the job in Houston, he doesn't really have any concerns about Nick Casario because he is going to have the power. Right. Uh, if yeah, he takes look. this job here, it will be very clear. Even like he can body Nick. Like that that that's my thing is like I, I I've said like, boy, Sean Payton a real like ain't gonna want to come in here. There are some Jonathan Gannon, I don't think, can body Nick. Maybe some young coach can't. Sean Payton would come in, and I think it would be very clear that especially on big stuff, he would have the say. It, like, he, it, like he would have the Trump card. Well, Sean, Sean talked about asking difficult questions in an interview process before you take the job. That way you don't have to answer them down the road. I think I think that would be one of them that that Sean would make very clear. Not not and I'm you know I'm not banging Nick. I'm just saying I, I think that we don't matter who the, the the GM is. I believe that he would he would make that loud and clear. Um, yes. And the other thing is is I, I think I think from an ownership perspective, if Cal and Hannah and 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 again Janice and and everybody else in charge over there, if if they let if they do have a legit shot at shot at Sean Payton and they let some kind of big chess contest get in the way of it between Nick Casario and a potential head coach and that potential head coach being Sean Payton, then you might as well burn them up now. No, they, they, they won't. I mean, yeah, if, if if that's if that's the dynamic that's going on over there inside NRG, you got a chance at at really an all time great. I mean, this he is a he is a high 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 level uh, head coach, and and you and it comes down to control over over you know players or roster or draft or something like that i mean if it hmm. came down to it and they're talking about first round they're talking about the quarterback sean's winning i if sean took yeah. the job here I, I can't believe he would take the job here and well i, I think i think they, one i think again sean mentioned when he was on colin with Callan Callan with colin cowherd he mentioned you know the, the tough conversations i would just think that Everybody he talks to, if there's not a quarterback in place, and some, let's be honest, if there is a quarterback in place, um, you know, how are you going to handle that? And in Houston, it's going to be how are we going to handle a quarterback through the draft? How are we going to handle a quarterback through free agency? In Denver, it's like, hey, I do or I don't like Russell Wilson. How are we going to handle that? In, in in Arizona, I do or I don't like Kyler Murray. What am I, what, how are we going to handle this? Um, you know, those are those are situations that I think he would address on the front end of it. All right, uh, that's the latest here. Sean Payton, that's, uh, that, that's really big coming through. Uh, has one said, yeah, he'd be interested in the, in the Texans. Talked about being impressed by their draft capital. Said it twice. Said he knows the McNairs, knows Nick. Also said mid-level pick is what it potentially would take to trade with the Saints. All right, um, time for Texans fans have to get uncomfortable, but – if you're about the greater good for the Texans, like I know guys like Fighting Tyler's are, you want the best for the Texans. You got to root for the Dallas Cowboys tonight. You got to oh, don't make that face, Tyler. Don't make that face. Don't make that face. You, many, many of you out there, you want the best for the you want the best for the Texans, well, especially yeah. with this recent news, huh? With this recent news, you want the best for the Texans. It is the absolute. Best without a shadow of a doubt, Clinton Tyler, for the Texans in a, in a few ways, for the Dallas Cowboys to win, because oh. because if they lose, 
the Dallas Cowboys are going to fire Mike McCarthy. And I'm off on that, right? I think Jerry's going to move swiftly. Quick. They'll fire. If they lose to Tampa tonight, they're going to fire him. And with the potential of the Brandon Staley situation with the Chargers, I listen, I don't know what Sean Payton or other coaches would do, but I think most people would on paper look at the Dallas job as a better job than the Texans. Even with the Texans' draft capital and their their money that they'll have to spend, with what and the talent that Dallas has, and it being the Cowboys, I think most people would view it as a better job. And the potential of the Chargers firing their coach, I think most people would view those that as a better job with Justin Herbert than the Texans. Man, Clint, that'd be two jobs. The hell with not just Sean Payton, but two jobs that maybe top candidates that you want to interview for, because hell, the Texans are interviewing all the top ones, that may look at those jobs and pick them over you if they're if they're available. And we look at the, the Cowboys. I, I, I think he's definitely got to win tonight to keep his job. I agree. I agree that that Jerry is going to – there's going to be major problems in Dallas if they don't win this ball game tonight. Um, I mean, for many reasons. But first and foremost, Jerry's comments before – was it before the season or maybe it was early in the season where um, – he I'm paraphrasing here, but basically they the Cowboys need to make a run in the playoffs. Not just win one game. They didn't make a run in the playoffs. And so, I think for Mike McCarthy's job security, I think for Dak Prescott's sanity, um, I, I think I think they need to make a, a a run, not just win tonight. But it all starts with a win tonight. And and I agree with you. I, I've I've said it from jump. I think if the Cowboys' job comes open, um, I, I think I think Jerry's going to do everything in his power to get Sean Payton wrapped up immediately. Um, and a first-round pick ain't going to stop him from doing it. And even if he didn't get Sean Payton, like even if Sean Payton wanted to go in a different direction and they could work out, he'd get the next big candidate. And like like I'm somewhere, show take your take your ass with the Z's. I love when people spell ass with double Z's and not the S's. Take your ass back to Kansas with that root for cowgirl stuff. I'm just telling you, if you want D'Amico, what if D'Amico Ryans has a choice between the Cowboys and the Texans? I'd hope he choose the Texans, but if he has a choice between the Cowboys and the Texans with those defensive parts over there and, and, and that offense, what if it came down to it? And, he, and, and I think there's a really good shot that D'Amico would take the Cowboys job or any of them. Shane Steichen, if you're a fan of that. Jonathan Gannon, if you're whoever it is that you're a fan of that you want, whoever your top two coaches are, just think about yeah. the Cowboys and the Texans are both available and the pros and cons with both of those teams. You, I mean, you're taking two of the top coaches or at least one of the top coaches off the board. That's why, to me, it was important for, for yeah. Texans fans to root for the Chargers. No, look, I think I think that's fair. I think from a coach's perspective, I think the Cowboys are, are by far and away closer to, to, to giving a, you know, a coach a chance to win a – a Super Bowl sooner rather than later than the Texans are. There's a lot. There's a lot of, um, you know, this the, the stars have to align. The lottery has to be hit um, on several different fronts for the Texans to get back to where they're in the run in the division, much less in the NFC or in in the uh, playoffs. So um, there's a lot of work to be done in Houston, and I, I do I, I agree with you. I think there's a handful of teams that. Um, 
if if they do end up parting ways with their head coach, it's going it's going to drop the Texans down in the pecking order in terms of most attractive job. Um, but again, you you get a right you get the right coach that wants a clean slate that doesn't yeah. want to go in there and deal with somebody else's problems, doesn't want to go in there and deal with somebody else's quarterback and try to make that work. This Texas job is a lot more appealing than most. It'd be fantastic if you could compete against Arizona, Denver, and Carolina. Yeah, and not L.A. and Dallas. All right, coming up. More good news for the Texans today, this time within the draft. C.J. Stroud made his decision. We'll keep you updated and let you know what that is coming up next. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 